This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. How's everybody doing? I hope everyone's having a fantastic time out there. And you know what? I have a wonderful guest on this week. I have Franco Varga. He was generous enough to give us an, or an hour of his time. He is a professional wrestler based out of the out, out of the states, guys. Go check him out at francovarga.com and all you can find all all of his links there. This was a wonderful chat. Got to uh, and know him well a little bit, and it was just fun to sit down and uh, do the old uh, podcasting casting thing. Got to ask him a whole bunch of uh, interesting questions. You just guys just gotta listen and find out. And I hope everyone is doing okay. I hope everyone's staying sane, staying healthy, staying the six feet or two meters or away from it, people. Where wherever you're where you're listening to this. And I just gotta gotta give a couple couple shout outs to my uh, sponsors like like always. Go check out Doing Fine Kitchens on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, guys. It is my favorite restaurant in London, Ontario. A friend of mine mine runs it, and the food is absolutely amazing. It's located inside Dundas and Sons Brewing, which is also a fantastic brewery. My favorite one in the entire city. Uh, last time I was there, I had their Nitro Stout, which was amazing. I am a stout drinker and absolutely love it. And go check out Solid Wood Designs on Instagram, guys. If you need any graphic wood design work, he is a very, very talented artist and absolutely love his stuff. And don't forget, tell him Gilmy sent you. Eventually, I will upload the podcast I did with Bats in the Belfry Art, art.com. I am just waiting until the, I'm just waiting, waiting for the uh, perfect time, and I don't know when that'll be, but just stay tuned, and it'll, it'll, it'll drop at, at some point, I don't know when, but whatever works. Now, what I'm going to try to do a little more this month, guys, is I'm going to try to drop an episode a day. I know it's already November 3rd, but you know what? My life's crazy, crazy, crazy busy. But this month, I'm starting it off with a great episode for you, so just stay tuned for the rest of the month. And here's Franco Varga, guys. Hey, guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again, and I have the international superstar, the current School of Morton heavyweight champion, the biggest wrestler ever, the big poppy, and the born standout, Franco Varga, and the man whose hair is always on point. So... Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> wow, thank you so much. I uh, I haven't been I haven't been called more to stand out in a few years. So uh, you, you've done your done your research, and I know we met in Canada when I was still going by that. So yeah. wow, thank oh, you, yeah. thank you. And, See, you I, know, I I put a lot of work into the hair, so finally someone appreciates it. I appreciate it. Thank you so oh, much. Oh yeah, because I must say, um, I don't think I've gotten a haircut in about six months, as you can see uh, here. Lucky. 
Oh man, it's just I I I can't do it. I I can't go and I'm just growing it out for a bit. I throw a hat on. It's all good. Well, uh, oh yeah. Just uh, also, I think this is the longest I've had it in uh, since the late '90s, which is scary. But uh, first thing, first thing I do want to ask: What brought brought you to the? Uh, what created the spark for pro wrestling for uh, for uh, you? Like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, a lot of people know, like, it's it's pretty much out there that I wasn't um, after the Attitude Era. I kind of stopped watching, um, but uh, I kind of fell into the whole independent things, not even knowing about it. Just kind of going to a tryout with a buddy. Uh, he actually didn't even make it. I was the one who was called out of that tryout. So, um, but what sparked it to me uh, was I thought I couldn't do it, and naturally. Uh, you know, with football, things, everything in my life, I, I see something that I'm like, I wonder if I can do that. And like, I'm more grab, I gravitate towards the things that I've always thought I couldn't do. And I do them and then I kind of just stop. But with pro wrestling, it was one of those things that it's so competitive in a sense. Um, I just fell in love with it. Um, so that's what made me really want to do it. And, and just I fell in love with it. It's something that I, even if I wanted to, to put it back down, I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't. And I tried. <laughs> I tried uh, spending thousands of dollars a year on gear and boots, and I hate flying and, and being invited to other countries to wrestle and stuff. Like after a while, I was just like, man, I think I I think I had enough. I think that was a good run, and no, I just can't do it. I can't can't stop. And I even uh, broke an ankle back in 2016, um, and I thought, okay, this would be the one that kind of gets me to not really. And no, it was even worse. The addiction was even worse after uh, I healed. Um, so yeah, pro wrestling is this is it for me. Awesome, man! And just because, well, I I am a huge, huge fan, and anybody who is nice to my kids, which I did, <laughs> I did, I did, uh, we did meet one at a time, uh, well, uh, a couple years ago when you were in uh, Can in Canada. You were so nice to my kids, but in the, in the ring, you're not really the nicest guy. But, <laughs> but anybody who is ever nice, nice to my kids and kind of, because both of my boys are very shy and I kind of bring them to a wrestling show to, because they absolutely love watching and it gets them out of their shell a little bit, get them talking a little bit. And for some reason, my one son absolutely wanted to talk to you and you were the nicest guy and you were you chatted them up and and he still asks well about you every so often and i just bring you up on facebook bring up uh his his favorite match with you is against carlito because when you got the apple apples all over you he just he knows it's going to happen and he just burst a gut laughing every single time <laughs> Yeah, I think it's mainly um, probably the way I react to getting spit in the face. And it's, uh, um, you can tell my sentences, I probably reacted the same way he reacts every time. I knew it was happening, um, and I still, uh, it was hard to say in character. So <laughs> it was just hilarious. Just to, to see that many people hate that character so much, where the entire building loses their stuff, to see that character get spit in the face. Um, that's what it's all about to me. Um, so yeah, I'm not the nicest guy in the ring. Um, 
definitely really, really full of myself in, in the in, you know in the ring. But um, I think I have so much fun with that character, the, the biggest wrestler ever character, because it's um, it's the opposite of who I am. So it's a, it's a real challenge uh, to me. And as you can tell with with how I'm in real life with your with your kids, um, I think I've always seen it as if you're if you're good to your fans, they'll be good back to you for life. Um, and uh, that's what I kind of try to do in and out of the ring. Uh, I've always tried to give them a good match, good promo, get them really to hate me. Uh, but, I, but if I get a one-on-one with a, especially a kid who you never know, you could influence that person to be anything. You know, I could, being nice to that kid, I just influenced the guy who ultimately uh, sees all my hard work and, and, his, and then I influence him to be a hard worker and then he cures cancer for everyone. Like, you never know, right? right. So Because... He, inspirational to everyone i think uh at myself as a pro wrestler I, I hold myself to high standard i always want to be larger than life um so i especially to your kids and all of the kids around um i should be 10 foot tall and 700 pounds that guy was huge and then when they made me a person i'm you know six foot and 270 but you know sometimes that's a big guy to some people some people that's not but um i think the personality has to stick and we all have to be larger than the line you know oh. oh yeah and i remember going to wrestling shows as a kid and meeting wrestlers and some of them weren't because it was the 80s a <laughs> totally different time some of them uh definitely lived the uh lived the uh, gimmick but oh. oh yeah and some of them were out when nobody else was around were the sweetest people like uh Greg the Hammer Valentine was nice. You don't hear too many stories about that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. That guy being the uh, well, the nicest guy 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 in the eighties. Maybe I just met him on a well, a good night. But I did notice you uh, put up a post about uh, modern style versus old school old school style there. Um, yeah. And you seem to be a be a fan of uh, promos in doing the craziness about. The Canadian destroyers, and personally, I'm not a fan of seeing P.D. Williams' move that was devastating, being used three time, time, times in in a match, and or getting super kicked 17 times. Even though I love the Young Bucks, they can do it all day. Just anybody else, I'm just like, eh, yeah, you kick somebody in the face, they're supposed to stay down, right? But who knows? I. And I made that post um, not really out of frustration. It's more like out of my love for pro wrestling, out of fault. You know what I'm saying? I think um, the post was something along the lines of, like, if, if this is what Memphis style is, then I'd take it any day of the week, you know? And then, like, so what do we call what we're seeing now where everyone are, you know, a lot more people are tuning out uh, of pro wrestling. So what do we call that when there's no reaction until... Everyone's, you know, they're conditioning to conditioning the crowd to hold their breath until the last move, and it's like, um, why are we breaking our necks to to do things that doesn't kind of make sense? You know, if I if I punch you in the face, you're gonna go down, especially if I'm big enough. You're gonna go down. Ninety, the ninety people that are there, the thousand people that are there, they've probably been punched in the face before, or have seen someone get punched in the face real good, <laughs> and they know that. Um, the guy, and it, and of course, this is both both ends of the spectrum, right? I'm, I'm going to be devil's advocate here, right? I wish yeah. it was a better term, but I just, I don't know why. So, they know that um, 
I punch that guy in the face, he's not gonna react and go crazy and hulk up on me and go, you brother, you know? He's not gonna do that in real life. But also in real life, I'm not gonna punch the guy and he's not gonna kip up and take seven more punches and then um, I duck 10 things and then he's gonna kick me 10 times. And it's it's not realistic. And that's kind of my, my thing is this, don't, um, don't label or discredit something because you can't do it or aren't good at that style. Um, because I could call Japanese style or Canadian style or the English style or whatever. If, if we want to really throw labels around, uh, um, hell, I guess Puerto Rican style, I don't know. Right. Um, if, if we aren't at this, I just see that if we aren't good at something, we try to label it to make it something lesser than it is. And I don't think that should be the case. I just think pro wrestling should be pro wrestling and it's either good or bad period. So, um, so yeah I just think Memphis style Dallas style whatever you know whatever what are, what's next what are, when are, when are we going to stop you know what I'm saying wrestling is wrestling let's just make it good and, and that's it there should be something on every show for everyone right yeah. if a family of five people come in and one of them leave without feeling something for someone on that show that promoter booker those workers they do their job that whole family of five should feel like, well, I didn't enjoy every match, but I liked this guy, or I hated this guy, or I remember that guy. The biggest thing is being rememberable. It's all that's all I care about. It's being rememberable. So if if uh, yeah, like you said, I'm I'm a really nice guy outside of the ring and in the in the ring, I'm really not that nice a guy, and I run my <laughs> mouth. But guess what? Uh, also, like you've said, you've known who I was, and you keep up with my career for what a few years now, right? Yeah. So. I think that I did my job that one night on that crazy long tour of Canada a couple of <laughs> years ago. Um, I did my job for that one night for you and your family to continue to follow me for years. Um, and I, you know, I thank you guys for that. Um, but at the same time, I wish that we were all doing that for everyone. Oh, there, and there is like one of my favorite local, it's oh, a couple hours our, our drive was uh, a hardcore feder, feder, uh, federation in in Ontario called Death uh, Death Proof Fight Fight Club, and okay. yeah, it is eighteen uh, eighteen plus. I don't bring the kids to those uh, those uh, shows, but the reason I kept going back was they kept telling amazing stories, like. The wrestling may have not been the greatest, but they brought the occasional name in here and there. You absolutely love these guys. The stories were great. That's what I think is missing in a lot of uh, indie promotions right now. It's more of a who who can we bring in now? Because I'm a I'm I am a story fan, and I know doing stories on the indies is very hard because you never know who's going to come back. You never know. There's no guarantee about this, about that. There's no contracts. There's everybody is a true, uh, true independent con con attractor, and I t totally get that. But I love following the uh, fo following the guys who tell uh, fantastic stories, and also you are a large man who can do a moon well, a moon salt. So. <laughs> Everyone should be reverting back to the basics and 
the basics is storytelling. Um, and, and yeah, I am a large man who can do a moonsault, uh, and I've been told a lot. It's, it's very impressive, but at the, I think um, I applaud the guys before me, like the Vaders and the Bam Bam Bigelows and Big Boss Bands, and hell, even AJ Sanchez, one of the guys who is Canadian, you would know him. Yep. Um, those guys are, I think, yeah, definitely large than me um and were able to do the same things but they were also great storytellers and great performers so and i think aj is still still going uh pretty pretty damn strong so tracks anyone you know like you said you wish you could bring your kids to that 18 year old and you know you can't yeah (laughs) yeah but uh but the storytelling is so good. It, it brings you back. It makes you want to come back. And people always call um, wrestling in the 80s what the, the golden era or whatever. Um, I don't think that there should be any golden era of wrestling because um, the storytelling was, was, it was very crucial back then. Um, and regardless of KFA being around and all that, I just think the story, it was very, very crucial. Everything needed to be on point. There were a lot more hands-on as far as um, people who who knew what were going on, um, what was going on before and all that. Um, but uh, I think more and more, I've seen more and more fans get involved in the promoter and you know, the booker side, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I, you know, at the same time, in the golden era, quote-unquote golden era, every producer was a former wrestler of some uh, high caliber um every promoter was a former wrestler or you know producer of some kind of a high caliber so it's like people say oh wrestling will never be the same but that's not true it just has been watered down so much because it's there's more people to entertain than than there were back in the territory days and like not that there are physically more people but there's more ability to get out there and do those things and and have uh, there's there's 10 shows running at the same time on a saturday night then then there was um you know 30 years ago when there was maybe five or six shows in the entire country running at the same night you know so uh, especially if there was tv involved so i just think people need to put that in perspective it's just there aren't any eras of wrestling i think i think this should just be good and bad and I think that uh, things have been watered down, and I think we need to control, cut, like, just take back control and like really retrain everybody into not literally retrain. Like a, a lot of the guys do great things in the ring. I'm not talking about in the ring. I'm talking about the actual uh, money making ability of the pro wrestling on the independent scene. It should be the thought process should be retrained. It should be why aren't we telling many more stories? Why can't we make any more money? Why aren't we all thousandaires? <laughs> because <laughs> I don't think anyone's making a million bucks in the Indies, but uh, why aren't we all thousandaires? Why aren't we all living comfortably, um, breaking our backs? We should be you know, living pretty decently, but telling good stories and changing lives and, and making, uh, making those kids and families and dads and all that want to come back. Um, and they, you know, it shouldn't just be on TV where they can't wait to see what happens next week or can't wait to see what happens next month. It should be all over. Oh, yeah. And because I absolutely 
love going out to wrestling, but and in in London, there's only one one company who runs in this uh, uh, in this uh, city. Haven't seen any wrestling in months because you know. <laughs> well, I'm sure Danny the boys uh, will swing by on the tour eventually, right? I mean, it should be. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll have to swear there was a tour coming soon, but. Um, uh, they just bumped I, everything uh, in Ontario. They just bumped everything back to stage two, so lots of cancellations right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's for the better. It's for the better. Um, oh, yeah. Like here in the states, I'm only doing places that are taking pretty high precautions um, as far as safety of the fans and things like that. So, mm. um, so I, I applaud them for canceling and. You know, because things aren't really that safe right now. You don't want to be the reason why someone gets sick. Oh, one second. Come here. Come on. Oh, am I meeting? <laughs> no, my dog. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, okay. Get down from the window. Stupid head. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> no, they're currently at at a, the kids are currently at school. That's my lovely dog who goes crazy okay. when there's a noise outside because I got a husky for mm-hmm. some reason. Uh, I'm always wondering what it Oh, they're beautiful, highly intelligent dogs. Stubborn as all hell and tries to rip my shoulder out. Um, grew up with... Uh, I ended up with a beagle. Oh. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My sister has a, a beagle. Loving dog. Yeah. Uh, but her dog is dumb as a post, man. I don't know yeah, what's up with this dumb. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where my dog yeah. is too smart to take training. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We got a we got a uh, a rescue, love her to death, but it's eh, not the she she can sit. That's about it. When there's well, it's the dog, it's hey. the dog for you. You know, yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason. Oh, I know, and we absolutely absolutely love her. Happy, happy. She like she loves the kids. Anybody outside the house though, um, not really a fan of. <laughs> well, I guess nice. that's like going on walks, seeing another dog. My dog will actually do some better backflips than I've ever seen. So, um, <laughs> which is nice. well insane. Oh, and one thing I saw you and what was it? A little video of you and your boy. I'm I'm uh, guessing in the uh, uh, in the uh, in the in the ring there. That was just awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's my son. yeah, it's my it's my son. Um, you know, I miss a lot. Um, of his life uh, because of wrestling. Yeah. And um, I don't want him to be a quote-unquote second generation or anything like that. You know, I just, I would never force him to love something that I loved just because I loved it. Um, But I just feel like it's it's scary sometimes how I I just see him catching on to things extremely fast. I've been, I've been backstage with him before and I'm talking to my opponent and things like that and things things together and um, and he'd just be like, Oh, you guys are gonna do this, this and this, right? And then we would you guys would go into this because and I'm just like, Whoa, uh, <laughs> how do you know that? You know, like and I was just like, Well maybe not tonight because it wouldn't make sense because this or that but uh, that's that's a good way of thinking though. And I'm just like, Wow, that's scary that you know, he's just putting these things in his mind, like putting these things together. So 
that's why they do say like second and third generation uh, wrestlers are just they catch on so fast and they're just naturals at it. It's just it, it's true. I've seen it firsthand. I was just like blown away. I was just like, wow, this kid's um, putting spots together in his head. I was just like, you know, they see it so much, they're around it so much, and it's just like it makes sense. I get it. You know, I've always always was a doubter of like second and third generation guys, like just. You know, but no, it's. I think it's true. Oh, just because, yeah, it is. It is true. You see, guys, uh, the second and third third gen uh, uh, generation. I've talked to some of the battle art guys, and some of the second and third third gen gen guys pick it up so so quick that it actually pisses off the other guys who are just working and working and working. <laughs> And trying to just uh, get it where sometimes it just comes uh, natural. Just like uh, uh, don't know it, don't know if you see it. I'm a I'm a big I'm a big board uh, board game guy. Love uh, playing them. My kids can figure them out half the time faster than I do now because I've been just playing playing. Like I know totally totally different egg example. I've only took in took one bump in my entire life and knocked myself out when I was 19. Um, <laughs> I went too high. I was a little little excited and uh, land right on the back of my head. And, yeah. And that was that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just, I was very, very excited to be in a ring on my first day. And it's like, okay, try doing... And I just kind of stepped into a class I had no way... No right to be in, I think. I would just kind of, they took my money and, oh yeah, just work with uh, these guys. And then I I tried something, knocked knock myself out, and that was that. But that was a long, long time, time ago now, so. Me, 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 me. Me, ma, moo, ma. Yeah. See, guys, I can do the podcasting thing, but you know what? I cannot hold a note at all. But. Here's the other thing. Diana's Music Studio, located in St. Thomas, Ontario, right beside London, guys, is taking new students right now. They offer lessons in vocals, piano, music theory, and all levels are welcome from beginner to advanced. Or even people like me who have no idea what, what they're doing. Diana's Music Studio aims to help students to achieve their music goals and passions and to help build confidence in performing. Please refer to their Facebook page to inquire pricing and availability. And also, she's a great uh, person. Go check her out, guys. And also, I noticed you are. A, I did notice you're also a, a Limp Biscuit fan, like myself, which is. I've been listening to those guys a lot in the past six months. I don't know why. Just. Um, six months? Oh no! It's I. <laughs> I have I've been listening to him. West West Borland is uh, my inspiration for playing uh, for for picking up a guitar and trying all sorts of different things because he just plays so differently than everybody else. Like that. Everybody, I yeah. I I tried making a four string thing with the bass and the guitar mask. I am I'm not a guy who can actually make those, but hey, I tried. But um. What was it? He played it on Nookie when he got that real deep because he was using bass strings on an electric and mm-hmm. early two thousands were a weird time. <laughs> yeah, they say he's a 
he's a big innovator for things, but he was never really like classically trained, you know. So, but he's always a guy who like thought outside the box when it came to guitarists and things like that. So, um, I can appreciate that. You know, I always say go get trained and all that, but at the same time, like, um, it's it's always good to think outside the box and things like that. So he's one of my favorites. Limp Biscuits, yeah, all time one of my, I guess Mount Rushmore band. <laughs> and I know there's some way better bands out there, and I know they're not Metallica. They're not, you know. I get it, but for me, growing up, they were they were the end all be all. Limp Biscuit, Disturbed, Corn. Um, I mean, they were awesome. Oh yeah, just they were be- awesome. Because I was a new metal new metal kid growing up, absolutely loved all of them, and I can go right down to Mudvayne, to Chevelle, to I can go right down the whole. Well, new... Slipknot, how to forget Slipknot, you know? <laughs> Slipknot, they're the tricky one. Are they new metal? They came out at the same time, but they didn't... I'd say they were. I'd say they were. Um... They were still like the pop version of metal, yeah. But they 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 definitely had a huge following, you know. Oh, yeah. They were like the Olympus, they were like the Lincoln Park of of you know alt rock because were they alt rock? People were just like, is this even this is kind of rap now? And so same thing with Olympus, is like or uh, Lincoln Park um, or Slipknot, excuse me. Um, they were just people are just kind of like, what is this? You know, like this is kind of this poppy crap and i love the poppy crap i guess yeah it's um i'm how should i how should i say my musical style i listen to pretty much uh everything depends just how i'm how i'm feeling like uh i was on a was in a car for six hours yesterday just driving uh had had something going on and i just my sister is in the passenger seat and she's just scrolling through my random phone phone stuff, everything from like fiddle, uh, from fiddle music to Finnish death metal, and she's so confused, just going on on it. Like, how can you listen to uh, what is it, indigenous metal? I'm like, because it has it's an amazing sound. That's it, and just all 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 over the place. And then she's like, and you have Frank Sinatra here. Why? I'm like. Because Frank is awesome. It just Frank is awesome. Yeah, he's a badass and he's a fantastic singer. Yeah. Yeah. And how we got talking about about music and oh yeah, we brought up Lincoln uh, and a biscuit. But (laughs) 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 it's all good. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to have a format. And I never, well, I, well, I never really do. Well, to bring, I guess to bring it back to pro wrestling, you yeah. know, in our time, uh, Limp Bizkit was a huge uh, influence of pro wrestling. I mean, yeah. if you notice, Monday Night Raw, the intro, um, they had uh, kind of, what was that band called? They were really good, too. Um, and like, uh, Papa Roach. Yes. Papa Roach. And, like, Papa Roach, and um, for years, they used the Papa Roach song. And I think both at one point Raw and SmackDown was were using a Papa Roach song as of some version, and like Papa Roach was influenced by Limp Bizkit, and then the, the whole subculture of like Stone Cold Steve Austin and a whole bunch of these other gimmicks were kind of that subculture of that rap rock kind of stuff like that Limp Bizkit um, was was producing at the time. So I think being watching the Attitude Era 
alongside watching the rise of like Lit Biscuit, that's our time. That's why we're so we're huge fans of like um, Chris Jericho and The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin because of this and and Lit Biscuit and like bands like that is because they all came up. That's that. That's those years, you know. Um, so I think people forget to like look at what else was happening in the world when um, when you were fans of certain things. You know, wrestling was hugely influenced by by music and vice versa. And didn't didn't Limp Bizkit do the Undertaker's theme rolling for a little yeah. bit? Yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah. How how yeah, much WrestleMania and everything? Yeah. I think. Yeah. How much bigger can you possibly get in wrestling than having the Undertaker? Probably you cannot get bigger. The large, Undertaker yeah. at WrestleMania. I can't do it. No, can't it's, do it. it's just one of those things that are just like, how is you this hap- <laughs> happening? And West Borland is still uh, wearing wearing a bunny suit. I'm not... Sh- <laughs> right. It just, it's one of those crazy things. Right. Um, you know, it's like, they're the, they're the greats of our time. They're not, they might not be the greatest of all time, but the greats right. of our time. And I'm, I do have a couple uh, fan questioned questions for you that were actually sent in. Sure. Awesome. Um, one is, I think you would do great in the OIW scene, uh, the Ontario independent wrestling scene. Do you ever see? Okay. Do you do you ever see traveling back to uh, uh, to to Canada ever? On yeah, maybe may, sorry, on maybe a, sh- a shorter tour, like a weekend, <laughs> maybe not. Not, not, right. not the quote-unquote Northern Hell tours, but <laughs> yeah. No, I was um, so I was approached, and it's funny. Um, I was approached by a guy who works for uh, Tony Candelo, um, and he asked me about the tours because the t- Candelo tours are even more notoriously, uh, you know, Hell Month um, than the CWE ones. And I just, I don't, I just don't see myself doing that for a little while. Um, but the. Um, the Ontario scene has always, always been, you know, I think I missed out recently. I just found out I'm, I'm going to miss out unless I can talk him into it, um, into one of my dream matches um, with uh, with Peter because um, he's retiring, right? Um, so, so big Peter up in Canada, if you're listening, um, give me a match. Let's <laughs> do it in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, um, when when this drops, I'll uh, tag him. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, tag him, yeah. tag him. I know, I, you know, that's not just a dream match for me. That's uh, for a dream match that I've heard the entire tour and afterwards I've heard, um, hey, man, it would be great if you and Peter, you know, locked up. But I know he's, um, I respect the fact that he's done everything. And he's one of those guys where, like, he never had a filter. He always told you how it was. And I love that, you know, um, not because he was an ass or anything, but because he loved it so much to tell you how it was so that you there was no confusion. Um, I love that about him. And I think that I think that we could draw money. I think that we the fans would be interested in seeing that match. And I think I would definitely uh, make myself make myself available uh, for Peter and and whoever wanted to make some money doing that. Um, but of course, you know, there's some other matches that we've seen in the States that I would love to do in the, in, in Canada. Uh, Marcus Burke, one of my favorite uh, opponents of all time, you know, he's, uh, he's up there in Canada. Uh, you guys have, um, gosh, uh, I mean, I wrestled, uh, 
uh, Madison, I haven't wrestled Madison Miles, <laughs> which would be <laughs> which would be an interesting one because a lot of a lot of the new age stuff is uh, intergender uh, yeah. wrestling. So if I was going to do one inter- intergender match, uh, Madison Miles would be definitely one of the ones uh, in Canada. And of course, um, you know, I wrestled her boyfriend a few times on tour. Love the guy, Charlie. Um, one of the great great kids uh awesome awesome guy and i don't i don't mean kid as in i'm i'm 31 years old so i shouldn't be calling anyone kid really but it's one of those i guess one of those brother terms mm-hmm. um <laughs> but I yeah call, he's a great guy i but, call i call everybody kid whether they're i yeah. called a on on my show i actually called a 64 year old ref kid and he gave me oh, a ton, ton of shit about that <laughs> He should. He should. He shouldn't be a kid to anybody. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I think uh, maybe Estrada. Estrada would be a good match. Me and Estrada oh, yeah. in, in Canada. I think I just, I would love to come back to Canada. Don't get me wrong. I think it would have to be for the right mm-hmm. match or set of matches. And I think, um, I think the Canadian fans deserve that. I think the, I know I, I get a lot of messages and a lot of requests to, hey, would you come work for, blah 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 um gosh what was it um what are the little islands off to the eastern part of canada what's that called um oh uh nova scotia nova scotia nova scotia yeah would you come out to nova scotia and do some stuff and blah 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 and i just i don't i don't want to i will never tell anyone that i'm a big star i could be the universal champion tomorrow i just don't think anyone you know i don't think that highly of myself i just think that I want the fans to feel like it's worth it. Right. I want the fans to travel in from all over and see that, okay, Frankel's in town um, for this weekend and this weekend only, or, um, and we might not see him again for another five years, <laughs> and he's wrestling this guy and this guy. These are going to be really two really good matches that we really, really want to watch because I think I owe it to those fans, and I owe it to that promoter, and I owe it to the guys that I'm wrestling to have really, really good fan, um, just fan reactions and, and, and just just really, really good crowds. Okay. Next is... But Peter, if you're out there, oh yeah, let's do it. Next one. I should call him Brody. Brody. Oh. <laughs> he knows who he is. Yep. We all know who he is. Oh, yeah. I... Trust me, I know. Um, you know, just a quick side note on that. I, yeah, please. You know, dumb, dumb American, right? Um, I had no idea who, you know, he was and all that until I started. I went on tour in Canada, and almost every time I would either do a podcast or do some sort of press or some, or just sit and talk to a family uh, mm-hmm. for a long time. And that would always be the name that would be brought up to me. You versus Brody would be great. You versus Brody would be great. You versus Brody. And I'm just like, who the who the hell is this Brody guy? So I got so I go look him up, and I'm just like, oh, this guy's huge. This guy's been all over. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just, he's kind of what I want to do with my career. Um, so I was just like, I'm gonna start following this guy. And I started seeing how blunt he was about things, and I'm just like, this mm-hmm. guy is great. Okay. And I'm like, oh, it'll happen eventually. I'm sure it'll happen. And then this year, he just announced that he's retiring. So I'm just like, oh, great. <laughs> I should have called somebody a little sooner, but it is what it is. And I got to say, though, retirement in pro wrestling? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If you're out there, Brody, and you're listening, let's do it. Let's right. make some money. Oh, yeah. 
And why do you think Tim Tim Duncan is better than all all the all the rest? Personally, I'm a huge fan. I'm just asking you a question. Blend the two and disrespect the honor of Dunkin' Donuts. It's Tim Hortons, and Tim Hortons sucks. Oh. <laughs> you said Tim Duncan, which is a uh, is um, Tim Duncan is a great basketball player. So oh, yeah. if you're talking about coffee, then great. Oh, if, hey, man. Uh, if you're talking about Tim Duncan, the basketball player, yep. I'll tell you why. Please. So, so Tim Duncan, the basketball player, um, as a kid, I just don't, you know, I, everyone's arguing about LeBron James right now, and um, I think that I love, I love LeBron. I love what he does for his community, and I love what he means for basketball right now because whether you like him or not, you're going to tune in to see him lose or you're going to tune in to see him win. That's kind of what... We should all be doing in pro wrestling, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I think Tim Duncan, for a long, 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 long time, was that that one on your uh, favorite team that you had circled on the uh, on the calendar. And your favorite team is playing Tim Duncan Spurs, and you knew that there was a good chance. Especially me, I was a Knicks fan. I'm still am I to a fault. I know, but. Um, we knew that there was a strong chance that we were going to lose. But if we could beat the Tim Duncan Spurs, we'd never shut up about it, right? So to me, that he should be in the conversation of greatest of all time. I think uh, he didn't do enough as far as, you know, press or having some, you know, personality. I think he was very dry of a person, and, and that's just who he was. You know, he was a strictly business kind of guy. Um and I think that uh, he didn't get the credit because he didn't stand out in the media, and he, you know. But when it comes to you know, as soon as the tip off happens and and to the final second, the guy was one of the best every game, one of the best. Oh yeah, because I think Tim Duncan was all about the game. He wasn't about the press. Yeah. He wasn't about the rivalries. He wasn't. He was a, and his record shows. Yeah, his record definitely shows, his championship definitely show. He was playing in a small market at the time. Uh, San Antonio is considered a small market, not a huge budget. And uh, they, they did it. They did it. And he wasn't surrounded by megastars. He was the guy. Um, and I think people always say Jordan and Jordan this and Jordan that. Jordan did a lot outside of basketball to stay relevant. You know, um, Space Jam, basketball shoes. Um, his own golfing tournament. I mean, mm-hmm. Jordan did a lot. So, I mean, Jordan was great too, but he also did a lot to stay relevant as far as a megastar and all that. So, I think that's what hurt Tim Duncan's overall legacy and, and all that is just he didn't really, when the when NBA went off air, you didn't really hear about Tim Duncan again until NBA came back on air right. or, all, you know, back on season. Um, and that kind of hurts, you know, guys like that. Oh, and because I think he would just, he was truly about just, playing he wasn't about the this or that he had a true love for the game and i think and i think in about 50 about 50 years when when some of these guys are no longer in the news no longer relevant i think he's going to be one of those guys that people study just how he did it how everything works well and i know the guy who answered asked it is a huge lebron fan Follows him around from team to team, so I think that's why 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 well, he wanted to ask that. Awesome. And video games. 
I well, I well, I know you're a fan. You got a uh, what was it on there? Uh, video gaming content creator. I'll be honest. I know yeah. I know next to nothing about video games. Uh, do you have a a? My son tried informing me about this. Do you have a Twitch channel? I think they're called or or any of that. No, any of that no, stuff. No, so exclusively with Facebook as a content creator with Facebook. Um, okay. Facebook is actually one a baby when it comes to the uh, video game creator stuff right now. But um, they're growing, and I think I don't want to lose my identity as a pro wrestler. But I do like and I enjoy. Um, video gaming eventually you know like eventually i want to maybe um when corona you know goes away mm-hmm. i want to um host some some video game tournaments live um with some of my favorite games call of duty street fighter um things like that uh even in a, I, I, it's a little game i've actually streamed it a couple times i actually had like a couple hundred people on my stream the other night um it's called among us it's actually a, a cell phone game um and it's like it's just going it's going crazy it's one of those um one of those games so i definitely would like to hold an in-person among us tournament you know how crazy that would be that would be one of the funniest things and then of course um put it on facebook as content paid content things like that um and when i say paid content i don't want to i'm not trying to get rich off this guys i uh i just think that like tournaments and things like that 99 cents helps out a lot of the people who put their time into the um into the tournament not just me but just like it helps pay for like all the tables and the the venue and the actual rental of all the video game consoles and um things that the sponsors can't cover all on their own um so you know a dollar all right um but yeah yeah just like yeah um... video games video games are definitely a, a part of my life not a huge part um just i think more i think i'm in a gym more than i am in front of a video game console but um, but when I do get the free time here and there, um, yeah, I do play some games here and there. Oh yeah, it's uh, I've set up video game tournaments. Like I uh, used to work at a place called the Rec Room in in uh, in London. It basically it has like four hundred. Uh, arcade games and they set up tournaments and they set up big things it's like a restaurant a live event center a video game hub the place is huge and this is a, a canadian minute. thing yep i think i posted about this place a long long time ago they have like all the games plastered on the wall and all this and they oh my god you work there yeah oh, i did dude that was one of my favorite places of all time it's all it was on my news feed for like the whole day I was there, I was so, I mean, not the best mozzarella sticks I've ever had, but, no. <laughs> it's, but, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's the coolest, like, um, the coolest, just format for like a restaurant. I just had no idea walking in. I was just like, oh, this, there's games everywhere. Old games, NES, yeah. Super Nintendo, all of it. It was all mm-hmm. available to play. It's crazy. Oh yeah, the, wow. they had like 400 plus games. Once again, I have a restaurant background, a bartending background, so that's where I worked. But wow. I set up, awesome. uh, set up the tournaments with people, helped out wherever I could because I'm not a video game guy and these guys are talking to me about stats and this. I'm just like, okay, um, where do you want this table? Which is <laughs> right. kind, kind of that stuff. And ac- actually the one in Toronto hosted Smash wrestling uh, a few times which is kind of a kind of very cool 
go out, play awesome. some video games, watch watch wrestling, have uh, or, or a, a couple pints, and yeah. But yeah, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, and it's weird because it's owned by a movie theater, which is, mm-hmm. which is, I just think odd, but, and I no longer work there. I got out of uh, the restaurant in industry. I truly wish all those guys the best. I have many friends there. It just, uh, and now I turn wrenches for 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 a, well, a living. I just needed to get out of customer service because, yeah, um, I yeah, I needed out. Uh, and just gonna gonna kind of kind of wrap this up with Gilmy Talks ten real real quick. These are just either okay. or questions that the uh, basically the listeners send in, and I kind of have fun fun with it. Like, uh, what was that? I'm sorry, they're sent in by fans sent in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just e- ten either or questions that are totally random. Like, uh, give you an an example. Uh, Burger or hot dog? Burger. I'm not a huge hot dog fan, um, and I know growing up in New York City, it's uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's maybe one place out of the entire city I'd have a, bur- uh, a hot dog in, and that's Nathan's in uh, Coney Island. Um, other than that, uh, not a fan. Oh no. And maybe Yankee Stadium, I guess Yankee Stadium. But other than that, I'm not a fan. Not a huge fan. Uh, roses or 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 daisies. I normally buy roses when I'm in trouble with the wife, so yep. roses. <laughs> yep. Uh, pirate or Viking? Oh yeah, Viking. Every time. <laughs> I just think the culture. I mean, I've I've done some, you know, a little bit of reading. So yeah, I think Viking culture is really cool. Oh yeah, and I can def with your size, I can definitely see you pulling off a <laughs> berserker gimmick. So. <laughs> yeah, I've got a real big, big, huge sword. Oh yeah, uh, slippers or barefoot? No slippers. Yeah. Yep. I can't do barefoot. Oh. <laughs> I can't. It just I can't. I, it's me and my wife. I'm I'm always in socks. I always have slippers on. Yeah. Something on my even in summertime, and she just she's a sandals uh, uh, sandal girl. Drives me yeah. nuts. She never wears shoes for like six months of the of the year. I'm like, how no. can you do that? Yeah, she's always that. trying to get me to go to the beach, and I just hate uh, being barefoot on the beach. It's just, it drives me nuts. What? Uh, just get those like water slip-on shoes that look weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, night owl or early early uh, riser? Well, you know, before wrestling, definitely early, but nowadays I'm definitely night owl. Um, not really by choice. I know. <laughs> Some nights I'm just like, man, go to sleep. But mm-hmm. I just can't. So yeah, night owl for sure. Alright. Uh, reading or movies? Movies. Big time. Oh yeah. Movies are good. A Mac or a PC? Oh, come on, Mac. <laughs> I, I, everything in my house is Apple. Apple something. Phone, watch. Uh, uh, if they had a car, I would have bought it by now. I yeah. honestly think it's an American. I think it's American versus Canadian thing. I think Samsung is yeah. more, much more of a Canadian thing. Like, frick, I got one right here. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I noticed that when I was up there too. It's like not too many iPhones. Oh yeah. And sweater or hoodie? Uh, 
I'd say, I mean, I normally do both, but I'd say a sweater, if anything. I like how my shoulders look in a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because the hoodie kind of flaps, goes weird. All, all this weightlifting and you wear baggy clothes, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, I don't know. Nothing wrong with a tight sweater here and there. <laughs> well,. well I'll just throw 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 this one out. I wasn't going to ask it, but cardio or weightlifting? Oh yeah, weights to a fault too. Because I, some days I'm like, man, I gotta I gotta have my cardio a little more like I used to have it, but I just can't. I I just gotta lift some weights. This is what I do. Oh yeah, and this is always this one is always number number ten. I love well, I love asking this one, and I think I well I well, I know your answer. Doing some uh, research. Toilet paper, over or under? Mm. <laughs> it depends. It's a, it, it really depends on how much um, I want to piss off my wife. Um. <laughs> hey man, I've I've well, I have I I've, I've been with my lovely wife for going on twenty one years, and it wow. just those little Congrats. thank you those little pokey things every now and then. Oh. You just you you gotta do it. Just you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I think over, just because I've been trained by her that way, so over. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but before, um, when I was a single guy living on my own, I, it doesn't matter what, it depends on what uh, what I put it on as is what it's staying as, so yep. you it, just, it would be over and under every once in a while. Back 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 in those days, I was just happy it, it was there, because I had a freaking roommate <laughs> who... Uh, Never, never really replaced it, and it's not something we look for before, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, uh, you're right. And if people want want to want to find you on uh, social social, <laughs> where people want to find you on so social me- media, man. Yeah. Um, so I try to keep it simple. So um, first, I start with my website is francovarga.com that takes you to a link to any of the socials you want to follow me on it takes you right there you just hit the button it takes you right to it um but most of the time um uh, twitter instagram uh facebook it's all at franco wrestles um uh, i i you know this year uh i i told myself i'd you know try, try to start putting some more time into youtube so uh youtube is also slash franco wrestles um, so I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. But my favorite platform, for sure, is um, is uh, Twitter and Facebook. Um, so definitely catch me there the most. Um, but uh, I'll occasionally post on Instagram and occasionally occasionally put things on uh, on YouTube. But yeah, so at Franco wrestles for everything. And then pro wrestling tea slash Franco. Gosh, I mean it's all on FrancoVarga.com though. So if you want the easiest way to do it is go to FrancoVarga.com. And that uh, takes you to everything, everything. Oh yeah, and I'm just gonna gonna bring up your pro wrestling tea store right now. I got it right here, and Sweet. I gotta say, I love the bright yellow, yellow. It was me, baby, baby shirt. <laughs> I'm you not know a. The story behind that? <laughs> I don't know the story be, behind that shirt, but I absolutely love it. I think that's very, very so, cool. So it was me, baby, is another. Um, it's something that. You know, caught on for me as well was uh, a lot of wrestlers were on the road every week, every weekend, right? And uh, everyone's got to poop, right? <laughs> so, so that's um, I would take these uh, these diabolical, you know, on purpose 
you know, it poops and, and take pictures and, and all that. So, um, it, the, the, basically, um, just to wrap it up, you go into a name brand, uh, gas station and, uh, and you poop there and you purposely don't clean it up, take a picture and tell them about it, you know? And then when they go clean it, you do the, it was me, baby. So it got to the point where I, I wasn't the only one doing it. So I had to stop because some people, some fans were doing it and, really really doing it you know what i mean if you know what i'm saying really really doing it so i i was a restaurant be, restaurant manager for 20 years i've cleaned some yeah. some uh, bathrooms yes some really bad ones right yep. so i i felt like okay before this gets out of hand i better stop it you know so i did so but it became a t-shirt and it's on there and it's one of my more best selling t-shirts unfortunately <laughs> but but yeah, it was me, baby. It was fun while it while it lasted because um, I guess yeah. Again, some fans would um, would you know would take it a little far. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah. So I stopped doing it. But yeah, and and I know I've hinted at doing it and it coming it coming back and things like that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh. Once again, thank you for your time. You've been more than uh, uh, generous with it. And guys, go follow follow Franco on on all the uh, socials because he has put up with the, me for the past hour, and I think he uh, he he de- he de- deserves it, guys. So go uh, uh, go check him out there. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, thanks for listening all the way through. You know what? Go like the socials on Facebook, Gilmy Talks, Instagram, Gilmy Talks, and Twitter at Gilmy. I just put up daily uh, funnies, and that's probably the easiest way to keep up with what's happening on Gilmy Talks. Also, go check out the OIW Podcast Net- Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well, because I am a part of that. Now, want you guys to go check out all of Franco Vargas socials go follow him get let's let's get get his uh, follow, following way up in which he has a pretty big following at, at as is and i just want to say thank you to the sponsors bats in the belfry art doing fine kitchens and solid deep wood, wood designs for always always being there and i will talk to you guys in about a week maybe tom will be back maybe somebody else will be on who knows? I got a couple big big guests in in the wings coming on, guys. So talk to you in a bit. Thanks.